Progate Racing show us your tips, Dag and Beaver, with you on the heels of a quite a fruitful weekend, Beaver. Uh, some double-figure winners all over the place, quaddies in both states, so a uh, nice result all around. Yeah, look, um, kept, kept the punters happy there, mate. Uh, got a few uh, bit of bit of feedback as well from the punters, and they were pretty happy with uh, what we had to offer. I think um, acceleration was a value bet that I that I tipped uh, about ten dollars. Uh, was a really good result. Uh, I think you you also uh, yeah. It looks like Elvis well. was a was a very it nice like win Elvis. and uh, a very nice result when it was one of my bigger bets on the day. So. Um, tie that up with a, a, I think it was a best part of five grand quaddy and um, a bit of value yes. in Queensland. Yeah, good day yeah. all around. Aggressive was very good mm. um, in the last. Um, as you said, we we got the last winner with uh, passive aggressive. Looked like Elvis won the second last at fifteen bucks. Uh, I think you you uh, had uh, Jimmy the Bear uh, as one of your key chances. Paid eight dollars. Acceleration. I had tens. Um, yeah, there's some some good ones in there. Belarus, you were all over, and they backed it off the map. Mm. Um, it was a good result. Um, Maserati Bay, uh, you got us off to a flyer there, which got out to very respectable odds, about the 450s. So, uh, Flemington crunch. was a bit of an outstanding day. If you followed us there, you would have uh, lined the pockets. Absolutely, and the only time I was kicking myself was for not. Um, I sort of just uh, at the end of the day didn't follow the price out with Authoric. I didn't bet in a race, and um, yes, wish I had of. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of an interesting one that because they backed uh, ingratiating off the map uh, and it got way out of its ground where it couldn't win. It was a huge run, uh, but we had Altheric. Uh, Gypsy Goddess was amazing. Um, mm. Just nutted Barb Raider uh, was just too good. Um, so that was a good win. Baller, I think I put us on yeah, the ball at about six fifty. Yeah, so this overall, Boom Nova was very good. Um, never looked like getting beat. So, yeah, overall political debates, snuck home. Uh, and you had Francesco Guardia, I think, yep. um, as well. So, so yeah, there's loads. Day. The bank account yeah, looks loads. much healthier. So, good times all around. Uh, and we'll uh, double down again this week, hopefully, and get into the Stradbroke. But for now, that's enough pissing in our pocket. As I said, thanks for the you know, all the kind feedback. And uh, if you haven't, subscribe and stick around. And hopefully, you might find another winner or two today. Well, we're heading to Canterbury. The rail's in a six-metre mark. It is currently heavy. The sun's out. There's been plenty of wind. Uh, so I assume it may... I'm hoping it gets to a softish track. Rail six. I'm thinking it's rails, rails, rails. Fence, on, you're looking for fence. Uh, leaders and fencing run for the best part until I've seen otherwise. So sort of how I treated it, which uh, is tricky in some of these races. It might not matter in some races too, where there's smaller fields. But we kick off with a two-year-old fillies over the 1,200 metres. And how are you going to open the batting today? Yeah, look, um, not an easy way to start the day by any means. Uh, a few unraced and a few lightly raced. Um, I just thought maybe uh, it had to be Zoo. Um, yeah. The first starter might be hard to beat. Uh, trolled nicely at Hawkesbury after a few pretty easy trials, which um, it showed enough. But uh, looks to be tuned up for this with having had four trials, albeit over the last six months, uh, might be the hardest beat. Yeah, the, it was a very nice trial. The concern I had was gate 11, John Thompson on at Canterbury, where he was going to get to. Uh, so that was a main concern. I went looking for uncorked um, with the standout 
the obvious form there, just getting nutted by Russian conquest and then starting favourite and uh, getting grabbed by Fireburn first two starts before going to the Gold Coast. Trials are a bit... First trial was right. Second trial wasn't really asked for a lot. Um, so couldn't, I didn't actually know what to make of it. So, and I just see it's quite run on the drift this morning. Um, I did have it on top gate 13, Tim Clark, I thought would go forward, but there is some other gate Waterhouse runners here, which so I didn't think it'd get, uh, I don't think we're going to go overly fast, but that was where I started uh, the Waller trialer. And then the, um, and then it after you added too many questions for me, but uh, if Uncork gets to a reasonable price, I think I will have a, what is already a reasonable price. I think I'll have a small event on it, but nothing super keen, whatever all that means. Race two is the uh, three-year-old maiden plate over the 1250, where I liked, what did I like here? I like the trials of Valoria. Um, I'm hoping goes forward from out wide again um but wet track the marisas seem to get through the wet quite well as it's sort of uh, low action that i think will get through the wet pretty well at skipping kind of action in the trials uh, and had it on top uh, i was concerned about karishi who's done all its prep work in queensland for the waller stable and turns up here with jmac not sure it gets in a run so um valoria on top but again question marks what have you done yeah, look, uh, pretty much the same as you. I thought uh, similarly, I did have a big question mark over Karishi, who had had its trials up on the Gold Coast and then comes here. Um, for that reason, I probably just flipped them and put it on top, the McDonald-Waller combination, uh, but also thought Valerio had shown enough um, to run well. Race three is 1,100 metres, two- and three-year-old maiden. Uh, couple, well, plenty on debut. Could you find any of them? Uh, yeah, I went for the, the, the one that they've uh, put the money on here uh, with in the from the Waller camp uh, operative. Thought its trial was uh, pretty good. Uh, beat them comfortably last start in its trial by three three to four lengths. Prior to that, wasn't really tested, uh, just plotted around. Um, so they tuned it up with a really good trial last start. That's probably why it's been backed. And um, if the unraced lot here probably doesn't have to be overly uh, good to beat those. Yeah, I'm thinking well, that last trial was fantastic. Uh, got through the ground well. I think it would be close enough here where, and even in this field, it might not matter the way it won that trial. So on top for me as well, uh, I think it's the only horse I would entertain backing and I probably will. Uh, I think it might have a bit of talent. Race number four is the first of the staying races, 1,900 metres, benchmark 72, where I really liked the return of Tinny Winnie. Um, which we sort of missed a little bit uh, last time in, uh, but rolled, rolled to the front, found a fence, ran away and won well. Uh, J-Mac sticks, gets the same setup, and I think we'll do the same thing, Beaver. Yeah, look, I thought the same as well. I thought $3 wasn't a bad price. Uh, Tinny Winnie, I think it's going to be uh, hard to run down. It, it'll jump and run and uh, should only be fitter. Race five is the 1,100-metre benchmark, 72. Two, what have you done here? Yeah, look, um, these three middle races, I was pretty keen on the three favourites. Um, Operative, Tenny Winnie, and now Bartoselli resuming here from the Thompson Stable. Uh, last time in, last prep, uh, was pretty good. It's run before it went out, uh, ran a very good second to Q Royale, who has recently won in town. Uh, so 
it led, it should jump and run here. It's been tuned up with two nice trials uh, that were pretty good. Um, I think it's going to be really hard to beat as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not much to add, and uh, I like the gate. If the rail's going to play the way it's going to be, it should sit right on leader's back, and even luck, I think, should win. Uh, so not much more to add there. Bowman should be able to extract him from there. Race 6, 1,100-metre, Mare's 60, uh, 72. Very, I thought, a little bit tricky. Uh, I've ended mm. up finding Sunborn, um, based a little bit off gate one. I'm hoping can plonk leaders back and have last shot. Uh, has been selling a bit further back, but I'm hoping uh, Bowman uh, will have the bias worked out by now. Uh, and a lot of the pace in this race just isn't any good. Not a lot of talent in front of it. So I'm hoping... Uh, even luck can be in the finish. Uh, I thought Laprise might be the main danger, who may well has uh, found a front in the past, and uh, and J Mac won't mess around. But there's, I think there's a long tail on this one. What have you done? Yeah, there is. Uh, it's an interesting race. I think this is super open, so really hard to get a guide through the form. Um, I've gone for. I've narrowed it down to two. Um, a little bit of odds. I've gone on top. I call Juni home. Thought it might lead, come across, and its runs at Goulburn have been pretty good. Uh, first up, won pretty comfortably, uh, and I thought that was a decent enough run at Goulburn, and I, I always think that sometimes the Goulburn form can come to, to the city and stack up, um, and then prior to that, had been very consistent as well. So I'm thinking here it can jump and run and may give them something to chase, um, but if the pace is on and it's set up for a back marker, I think Zane's girl... Um, can can run home really, really powerfully as well, has a good finish on it. Um, it'll go back, gets a two kilo claim here. It also could be a knockout chance. So I was sort of playing those ones around the eights to tens. Yeah, Map could set up 1,000 metre horse here up to 1,100. Could have set up really well if it finds a front journey, actually. Um, I dismissed it a little bit, but that's a good find. And maybe a good omen bet after, after the Great Rabbits retired this week. Race, speaking of Omen, bets race seven, a 1,500-metre benchmark, 72 finishes the day. Having any on your mate Tupo there from one of your stables? Um, no, thank you. Oh, <laughs> um, like this one is, again, really hard to line up because you've got the three Waller horses that are all looking for, for extra ground. They've all had the one start back. They all ran quite well um, hmm. in their last start. I'm going to stick with Kirk, Kirkby. Uh, I tipped it last start. There was enough to like about its first up run. McDonald sticks here. Um, it was well found in the market last start. And the, step, the, the second run over this distance will certainly suit it. Um, its trial was good enough. Uh, it could be the one of the Wallers to, to look out for. If I was uh, backing the Danger Black Queen, I think is the other best chance of the Waller stable, but Kirkby on top for me. Yeah, I um, I had them as the two main ones and didn't really like the map. I thought Black Queen may be closer to the lead. Uh, so had it on top from its stable, mate. But tricky race, maybe something tiny on uh, on the uh, Perry Runner who will find a fence and has been going through the wet okay up in distance, but... We'll see how that play, pans out. Tricky day at, at Canterbury. Um, we'll see how the bias does play throughout the afternoon. Do you have a best in value for us? Yeah, my best comes up in race four, number five, Tinny Winnie. 
And my value is in the first race, the first starter. It had to be Zoo. Beautiful. I'm making my best tinny winnie as well. Uh, it all sets up very nicely there. And a tricky day for value. I'll make it. I'll make it Sunborn. I think in race number five. Not race number. Yeah, five. Uh, we head to sail for the support card on a heavy track, where uh, we kick off. A uh, sail tends to play okay. I think you'd want to be running on by the end of the day. But uh, we kick off with a couple, a pair of jumps races. Have you, are you across all the jumps form? Um, I'm across a little bit of it, uh, Daggy. Um, sometimes it's a bit hard to line up, particularly the first race here. And but I'm going to go the Paddy Payne uh, first uh, favourite here. It's had to trial um, a couple of starts back um, over this distance, then ran last at uh, Cranbourne. So. Hard to line up here, but uh, Paddy Payne's put him over the jumps, has had some jumps running, racing in New Zealand, and uh, it's performed uh, admirably there. So I think it's a it's an out-and-out out hurdler. Um, when they back him from the Paddy Payne stable over the jumps, they usually run well. Um, yeah, I'll watch these first couple, but uh, the second's also uh, uh, another hurdle where Payne has a favourite again. Any interest there? Yeah, I think, it, again, probably uh, stick stick with Paddy Payne in the first two with the, the hurdles. About uh, three starts back at Casterton, uh, won nicely in the hurdles, but then stepped up in a little bit higher quality hurdle races since then. Um, can run better this time around and, uh, again, hard to beat. Race three is the steeplechase on the card where I may uh, get involved. Well, we'll get involved because um, Valak... Um, is three from five over the jumps was traveling quite well when it fell in the Briley comes here. And I think is a, is a, is a talented jumper. Uh, so I will be backing it in this one. Uh, any dad? No, not really here. Uh, this is a pretty weak uh, steeplechase. You're right. It was traveling well in the Briley, but then, then fell. Um, the second favorite uh, runaway, I just can't back. So if you were going to have a bet here, uh, it hasn't got much ticker runaway, so um, yeah. Valak might be a standout. Yeah. Uh, race four is 1,108-metre-two-year-old race where I went through this and couldn't really find anything I wanted to stamp, uh, and especially after scratchings, a couple I was going to talk about have come out. So uh, not much here for me. What about yourself? Yeah, I was, I was a little bit the same for you. The only one I had a bit of a watch on was the, the Cummings uh, horse resuming. It started in a pretty good race mm. at Flemington uh, in January, uh, which was won by Lofty Strike, which has got uh, plenty of talent, um, and then was put out and comes back here. So I suspect it needed a little bit more time. Uh, based off that, I think with Oliver board at the $6 might be uh, the hardest to beat. And being gelded, so... Yeah, interesting one, that one. Uh, race five is a 1,200-metre class one at benchmark 58, where my notes here read, what the hell? Um, but um, I'm just checking the scratchings. A couple of odds I may play in a very, very tricky race. Uh, Catalina Blackhead off a nice win. Uh, should roll forward here. Uh, Lady Hampton, similar, like very lightly raced and uh, comes back off a win. And uh, that's about it, but very tricky race. You found anything? 
Yes, I agree. Uh, very tough race here. I went for a bit of value. I went for the uh, Snowden for Teller uh, resuming here. It's only had the four starts. Uh, ran well its first start and then came out and won its second start as favourite. And then after that, um, it was a little bit disappointing um, at Pakenham and in those two starts, but it was in a much better graded races than this. Uh, and showed enough speed and talent in those races. Uh, given a freshen up for this, I think it could be hard to beat. And I think you're right, Lady Hampton, the main danger. Race seven, the benchmark 64. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, look, I think we get to our best bet of the day here. Uh, he's on form uh, from the paints table. Uh, ultra consistent, uh, continues to improve. Flew home last start uh, from back in the field, uh, carrying... Um, Hefty 63 and a half, gets in here 58 and a half. Uh, I think it can be hardest to beat again, racing in some decent races. So um, this looks right up its alley. Yep. And I don't like the fact with Thimi, uh, with Pat Payne, he doesn't tend to mess around. If he thinks they're a stayer, they get out to the distance pretty early, uh, lightly raced. It looks like the extra 200 metres will be right up its alley and lack of opposition, all, uh, all good for me. Race seven is a 736 metre benchmark 64, where the only one I would entertain, and I can see it's been backed actually, is um, is the Mark Maroney New Jersey, who won its maiden well enough on debut. Don't think it's any sort of a star, but hit the line well uh, up in distance uh, will suit as well. And uh, all the rest of these are all quite well exposed. But... Um, yeah, that's about it for me. What have you made of it? Yeah, no, I've gone for Shadowhawk from the Busted and Young stable. Uh, thought its first up run wasn't too too shabby uh, at sale. Um, so same same track here. Uh, came home, hit the line quite quite nicely. Uh, knew it stays on board here, going pretty good, and I expect it to improve a bit more and be right in the finish here. I think you'll get a sight. And we wrap up the day with a 1,419-metre benchmark 64. Uh, what have you got? Yeah, look, I've settled on uh, the second favourite here uh, from the Payne Stable. So I think Payne Stable will have a really good day. Uh, Sizzling Sonata uh, ran second to Passive Aggressive, uh, 1.3 lengths last start. That's a, that's a really good run for this Um really good form line for this race and I think if it can run up to that uh, it'll be super hard to beat I thought it just presented a little bit better value than the the favorite that I thought was a little bit skinny but obviously um, got some got some ability in one roll last night yeah I I'm with the favorite it uh it's one's last two by a combined 20 lengths or so um going okay you've mentioned Sonata who uh I agree that's a nice form set up for this. And uh, by this stage, uh, well, we'll know how well the inside's holding up here for it um, was a concern by this time. The other one at odds, which um, deductions have taken a bit of hit in the price that I sort of was going to mention was Sacred Command, who is unlucky. He's been unlucky in Sydney, but in a previous prep has finished a length off Waiter, uh, not far off likes a green flash and too much to bear when that horse was going okay. And does now resume in down in Melbourne in a sale 64. So I thought might get, offer some value, uh, but after deductions, it's half the price here. Would be the watch runner for me, probably on the card in a 
on a card where I'm struggling to find much else to talk about. So uh, I'm going to make my best, as I believe you probably will too, when we get to you, is he's on form for Paddy Payne and my value is Sacred Command with a bit of an eye on the couple I mentioned in race five, uh, Catalina, Black Cat and Lady Hampton, uh, but tricky day down at sale. Uh, your best in value for Progre Racing? Yeah, my best is also he's on form, race number six, course three, and my value comes up in race five, number 14, Fate Teller, about the $15 mark. Oh, lovely. Uh, very good. What have you got for us at Doomben? Yeah, Doombin, uh, I think I've found a few, as I always do, up at Doombin. Um, just got to go back here. Uh, going back, I'll start uh, back later in the day here. My best one comes up in race eight, number 15, Simba. Uh, oh, there she is. Uh, which uh, you, I found that one for you, Daggy. I know you're looking that. for that. Yeah. Um, in race seven, number three, Colleagues. Uh, resuming today, uh, it's about the five to six dollar mark, so I think you get a little bit of value there. And, and then, uh, in race four, number four, fetch, uh, about the two dollar, about the five to four, six to four mark. Lovely. Uh, I will be having something on Sinba, uh, for those that followed it last week. Our very good beaver, good little punting this afternoon, good punting punters, and I'll see you tomorrow night to talk all. Th- Are you got a tip for us in origin before I go? Mate, uh, look, uh, I'll tip the blues just because um, that's what you do. Uh, but I, I think it'd be a really close game. And I think both teams, are, uh, some of the selections have given each other a show. So uh, be interesting match. And uh, yeah, hopefully enjoy the enjoy the game. Yeah, I think I'm with the blues. I think the bigger forward pack and uh, clear is kicking in the wet will be the difference today. Uh, but I... I think Queensland will be very, very hard to beat once you get to Perth. Uh, drier track and a bit of a more mobile team. But we'll get to that down the road. Good punning, punters. We'll talk to you very soon when we preview Stradbroke Day. Catch you then.